Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yep, and I started at Redmond. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Windermere Coaching Minutes. And this is our podcast where we talk about uh, unique things going on in the world of real estate. And we talk and interview real estate agents who are doing some pretty phenomenal things. And we're revisiting um, someone who spoke just not too long ago on our podcast, and it is Ashley. Ashley, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Hey, well, thanks for being on. And for our listeners who just don't know Ashley, um, Ashley and his Abwafia. Uh, I always want to make sure I pronounce your last name right, because sometimes <laughs> I, I, I've been known to mess up people's last names. Um, and so, but you have been in real estate since 2014. You work out of the Yarrow Bay office and you work along with your husband, Jack, who's also you guys are a partner together uh, in real estate. And um, we had done a podcast not too long ago, actually, uh, you had a podcast out where you had received information about you found out that you had cancer. Correct. Yeah. Stage four colon cancer that's metastasized to my liver. So they've given me a year that they'll give me from my April 1st diagnosis. Um, but beyond that, they give me a 50% chance of making it two years. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for way longer than that. And so counting uh, up <laughs> exactly counting up. And, and uh, the reason why we wanted to have Ashley back on today is because um, the impact that that podcast that you did uh, on a lot of people. And, and I was, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of podcasts and, um, you know, I get some handwritten notes now and then, but it was overwhelming just being out there. People said, oh my gosh, um, I listened to Ashley's podcast and it really made me stop and really think. And I think that the reason why what you said and what you're doing and how you're showing up is so powerful is your vulnerability. Right? I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's hard to be vulnerable. And prior to this, I don't think I was super vulnerable. I, you know, as an agent, you like, you become that person who has to fix everything, right? That's our job. That's how we add value. We don't add stress to transactions. Our role is to keep things levelized and calm. So we absorb so much stress and internalize, I think, naturally that we become less vulnerable and less expressive because that's our job. Um, and so it was hard for me. I, I consciously, after my diagnosis, like sat a lot and, in, you know, intrinsic, like just turned inward and, and reflected on what should I do? Like, what are, how do you take this and manifest this into as positive a space as possible? It's a bad circumstance, but I'm a true believer that in everything negative, there's a positive to be found. You just have to sometimes dig deep to find it. Um, and being vulnerable and opening up to others was one of the things that really struck me as, I need to grow and push myself outside of my prior comfort zone or natural personality and push myself because it's not about me alone. It's about everyone who loves me, my friends and family, and trying to honor my values, which is <clears throat> to give back 
and to help others, there's something to be learned from this that I very much thought of and resonated with me. And I felt like I would be doing everyone I love and those I don't even know a disservice if I didn't try and give of myself to share that and be vulnerable because it could make a positive difference in someone else's life. So that was my thought process in my journey so far anyway. <laughs> no, and, well, and I love it that you did that because I think that, um, you know, whenever we have challenges that happen in life, there's there's two different roads we can go down. We can go down the road that says, well, uh, I, I'm fearful of what other people will think about me. And I want everybody to know that I'm okay. And I don't want to share this because um, then I have to face it. And so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it in a in a you know in a box and not say anything about it and just go about life as is everything's fine and then then there's those people that don't get a chance to really who want to uh, know you and get to know you better because they you know because we I think we take a lot of things for granted I mean I don't know if you'd agree with that but hundred <laughs> percent I think we take a lot of things for granted and I think as soon as or the other path we can go down the other road is say hey you know this is happening and although it's difficult that I'm gonna work through it I'm gonna have good days and bad days. I think that I can take my experience and I can shine a light on what's going on with me. And hopefully it allows other people to open up an understanding that maybe they need to take stock in what they have going on and what's going on in their world. Because I think as human beings, we can help each other if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable in the moment. 100%. And it's it, it, in it, it. There's so many layers to it, like even the littlest things that I would previously take for granted. Like I have a three and a five year old and school just ended, their preschool just ended. And I really wanted to set up some play dates for them. I just want to add joy to their life. You know, I don't want them to live in a dark cloud. And it was actually like the weirdest thing it was like really scary for me to like reach out to these moms because you feel like I should probably tell them about my condition because I'm immune compromised, but you're like afraid that people are going to treat you like a pariah right. or like, oh, I don't want to invest in her and her family and get to know them because she's going to die, you know? And that might seem like a weird thought, but those are the things like running through my yeah. head. Like it's scary to be vulnerable because I don't want to adversely impact my girls because of what I'm dealing with. And you just hope ultimately, like I found the courage to reach out and it was hard. It took me a little bit of time because I just, I didn't want to adversely impact my girls or hurt their chances exactly. of playing with their friends. And I didn't know what to do, but then you feel like you need to be honest because of the circumstances are forthcoming. Um, but I was like amazingly touched by the responses I got. And you just have to give people, you have to have faith in people and humanity yes. and give people the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? And maybe right. there's someone who wouldn't want to be around us and that's fine. But I've been overwhelmed by the amount of positivity and the positive response I've gotten when I allow myself to be vulnerable. And it's been really humbling. It's been the biggest life-changing experience for myself. And I'm continually humbled every day. Well, and I think you bring up a good point and something that I've learned and something that uh, I learned from my parents uh, would say to me is that, you know, when you're vulnerable and you put it out there and there's people that have an adverse response to your vulnerability, that has nothing to do with you. And that has true. everything to do with them. Very right? true. <laughs> <laughs> and what that just tells me, that's just, a, that's just this big red flag says they're working through something. Right. Yeah, exactly. And maybe yeah. it's your an opportunity for you to be there for them. And you know, who knows? Right. It's yeah, it's been really amazing. And but it's it's hard and scary. And like, it's, you know, as a mom, you just want to protect your kids. You don't want this to be a cloud over them. And it's really hard every day, you know, presents its own unique set of challenges, whether physically, personally, or externally with engaging with the world through this new lens, but you just have to find the good and you have to go at your own pace and introspect and be open and take, have that mental discipline to continually push yourself and, and remind yourself like today might be a bad day. Like yesterday I was bedridden all day. My, I had a really bad reaction to round seven of my chemotherapy and my hands and feet 
I got this thing called hand foot syndrome, which is like a side effect that they swell up and they feel really bruised and I could barely walk like today and better. And it was a really hard day. You know, I was in tears because you're just like, I want to be with my kids. And I'm right. It brings you closer to feeling like you're at the end because you're like bedridden and you're like, this right. is what it's going to be like when I, you know, and it's, that's a scary place to be. But then I just like, you cry it out and you say, okay, I got it out. It's going to be better positivity. I'm going to do everything I can to heal and learn from, you know, this experience and also just mentally absorb, like, this is what's happening. I need to accept it. And it's hard to do. Um, you know, and I was vulnerable with some friends and like, right before I jumped on your podcast, I just got a delivery of flowers and they just were like encouraging me to be positive. I mean, it's amazing. Like I'm so blessed to have an amazing tribe too. And Windermere is part of that tribe. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it. And, and I'm grateful that you, you, uh, have chosen to be this way and to do the things you're doing because it impacts people. And before we get to that, I do have to ask, because the last time we talked, you were getting ready to go to Disneyland with your family. So I just want to know, I mean, and I'm sure other people want to know, how was that trip? I mean, was it just off the charts? It was amazing. It, uh, Disney World is like- Or Disney World, that's right. Yeah, it's like, quite, you know, times five, right? There's like right. five different parks that they operate. So we did them all. <laughs> um, it was exhausting. I planned some pool days in there and it was exhausting for people that aren't going through what I'm going through. But I, I hung in there. It was like 90 degrees. They were having this like crazy heat wave um it was wonderful we got to make all the memories do all the stuff the girls got made into princesses and had photo shoots and um it was really really fun they were swimming they got to do all the rides and I have tons of tips and recommendations for anyone that's going to Disney World but it was a fantastic experience and it was one of those memories I'm really really gonna cherish yeah as I know they will I think back uh, to some of the times that I went with my kids and we went to Disney World and Disneyland and it's still things to this day that they that they talk about, right? They're like, oh my gosh, remember when, in fact, I think my daughter, when she was young, really young, we went to Disneyland and I was trying to get her to get an autograph of Minnie and she didn't want to get next to Minnie, so she threw <laughs> the autograph book at Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Minnie signed it and threw it back to me and I caught it and gave it to my daughter. But I mean, it's like those little things, right? And so it's, yes. it's amazing that you, it's awesome that you did that uh, and you set that out. And uh, do you guys have any any other things you've got planned? Um, we w- are trying to go to Bora Bora. Jack and I um, went there on our honeymoon. It'll be nine years this August. And so we, we've always made a joke or planned. He, he thinks I'm joking, but I'm not joking. We were going back in <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Um, I made him like, we always make gambles on like, when we'll have like a big closing, I'll be like, okay, Bora Bora moved up. And he's always yeah. like, oh, no, he always gets out of it. Somehow I, I win the bets, but like yeah, somehow exactly. I get, yep. gets out of it. Gets out of them. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I was like, okay, we always plan to go at 10 years. And with my diagnosis, I absolutely hope to be here next year, but I don't know in what kind of condition of health I'll be in. It's a really long flight. Right. It's totally worth it for anyone who's been wanting to go to Bora Bora. It's amazing and so relaxing and everything an agent needs to detox and like collect themselves. Yeah, just so a recharge time. Seriously. Exactly. <laughs> and people tend to respect the fact that you're going really far away and they can't get a hold of you. So. Right. It totally works. Totally works. Um, but we're going to try and plan that here for September. And then we have a trip planned with our kids on this crazy cruise and on the wonder of the seas that we've had booked for two years and it kept getting rescheduled for COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I'll be, if I can make it to 12 rounds, I'm hoping I'll be on maintenance and strong enough and healthy enough to go. And um, we've got this like ultimate family suite where their girls have like a slide in their room and bunk beds. It's insane. Oh my gosh. So, 
we're, we're living life. <laughs> I love it. Living life. Well, and that's kind of why uh, the other reason why I wanted to have you here is because here's, here's what I would hope from people listening is that, you know, they heard the first podcast that you did and you were super vulnerable, but then what happened was, is the impact of what you said and what you had. And I know that I've had that, I've had people reach out to me as of you. And so I'll share a couple of things and I'd love for you to hear from you, but um, I've had people literally, I've gotten handwritten notes and I've also gotten texts and emails that said, Hey, I have to tell you um, that podcast with Ashley really touched me and it touched me because I realized that I have situations in my life that I wish I was as strong and as vulnerable as Ashley was. And she gave me the courage to be that, right? And so I want to first commend, you know, Ashley and just doing what she did because it took a lot of courage for her to step out that way. But I want her to know that she's impacted me in such a positive way um, that, you know, I'm now a big fan of hers. And so, uh, and, 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 that, and that's happened a few times for me with people that reach out to me. And then also the other thing is people with health, right? I think, and, and I'm, I'm not going to give any names, but there's people that I've ran into that, oh my gosh, I haven't been feeling well. And then I watched that podcast and I think I should go to the doctor or I should go. And I said, yeah, don't take care of yourself, right? And don't put it off and go do it now. And so um, how, how, what have people said to you? I mean, in terms of, of you stepping out and doing what you're doing, what's been the impact? Yeah. Well, I mean, what you just said is amazing. And that touches my heart so much because, you know, like I said before, you know, this is a bad circumstance, but if I can impact someone in a positive way and help influence a choice or a decision in their life that benefits them, that for me makes it all worth it, right? Like pay it forward and give of yourself. And that is awesome. And it's not because I did something, it's because they chose to do something. And that's fantastic. And I really applaud them for finding the courage and the strength and also introspecting to absorb this message and, and introspect within yourself, because that's really hard in and of itself. You have to come to terms with the reality of your role in whatever the circumstances are or, and push yourself beyond barriers or fears. And that takes a lot of courage, a lot of strength. And is a really positive reflection of who those folks are as individuals. And I'm just so proud of them for taking that step and, and being aware. Because in today's world, I think we're so wrapped up in tech. We're so heads down. I mean, how often have you looked around a room or a dinner table with friends or family? Everyone's on their iPhone. No one's like really paying attention. Right. You're half listening. Like that's the world we live in. And it's I think we've lost so much like humility and just compassion and that connect, sense of connection. Um, so it's awesome that people really listen. That really is a huge testament. And I'm so proud of those people. Um, personally, I have had an amazing outreach. I've been, you know, thank you, Michael, for allowing me to share my story and being able to touch so many people. Since the original po- podcast, I've had tons of agents and folks reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook Messenger. I've received cards. I've received emails. And then, you know, I was able to share it on my personal page in addition to the videos and a couple updates I've done so far. Um, And I've even had family and friends like come over and sit down with me or send me messages or letters or calls to tell me, you know, I've had people that have said that the agents have reached out and said it really impacted their business and they feel really inspired and it puts things into such a different perspective that they feel like they have the strength to get through adversity or you know shift their mindset to have a can-do attitude because if I can do this they can do that that's been kind of that message which is awesome because this is a hard business especially in today's market right now you know things have gotten really challenging there are a lot of agents that have never even been through this type of market before or these shifts and it's hard and 
you know, I think a good agent can get through anything. You just buckle down, you shift your strategy and you're going to make it through. And you just got to believe in yourself and you got to put in the work and don't let the negative mindset set in. It will be okay. There's always cycles. You're going to rock and roll this just like you do everything else. Yeah. Um, and I've had people contact me about health stuff. Like I've had stories of people going in as a result of listening. They said they found, you know, they had a health issue that they were avoiding and they didn't want to deal with it. They were afraid. Um, and they went in and they either had the benefit of finding out there is nothing wrong, which is a huge stress reliever, right? Like when you have that weird feeling of like something's off, but you just keep putting it off, that really impacts you on a heavy oh, and level. And you don't even realize the the amount of stress that it builds on you because exactly. it's constantly there in your mind. Oh yeah. yeah. It's this like evil thing on your shoulder, you know? Yeah. And that's a huge stress. So to have that relieved is an amazing blessing. I've had people also reach out and say that they've gone in and they were able to find things that were wrong, but because they went in, they were able to fix it or get a diagnosis that now is changing their life. And they now have insight into what they're dealing with and can deal with it proactively and, you know, have control over it and be in the driver's seat as instead of being, you know, a victim and being taken away by the current. So that is amazing. Like to hear, I've had some extreme stories where it's like, wow, that like that person going in and taking that action as a result of feeling inspired could have saved their life because if they hadn't caught it now, it could have manifested into a situation like I'm in um, and that could take their life. And so early action is the key. And it's been really hum- like just humbling and inspiring and amazing. And I don't take the credit for any of that because they are the ones that chose to take the action. They are the ones that received the message and and chose to dig deep. And they, you know, they did an amazing thing for themselves. And I'm just so proud and honored to have played a small part in someone else's journey is, is, you know, really something that I appreciate and allowing to hear back. And the folks that took the time to just even circle back with me, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that listened and it resonated with, but that don't reach out. And that's totally okay because I don't <laughs> expect everyone, but it's like, you know, to take this, the time from a busy yeah. agent because time's valuable and to reach back was just really appreciated and really sweet and kind. And that's a gesture in and of itself, but it's been pretty amazing to hear you know, I've been able to make a difference in some folks' lives. And that's, that's just a blessing, you know, that gives me some solace at a time of, you know, it's a hard time. And it just, right. you know, at least I can say my life wasn't totally worth, worthless, right? <laughs> well, and I think two things for me that resonate. One is um, being human and having compassion and being vulnerable and putting it out there. What you do is you make it real, um, right in people's minds. Cause I think so many times, uh, a lot of people say, yeah, but that's not me or yeah, but you don't understand. I have this issue. And what they do is they're all caught up in their own world. And then all of a sudden when somebody who they know, right in this case, or somebody who they've interacted with or somebody who they've seen, you know, like you're on our ninja videos. And then all of a sudden they're right. like, Oh my gosh, that's Ashley. Well, now the store now it resonates, right? It, it touches right. A, a deeper uh, part of our soul, so to speak. And then it causes us to change. And so that one piece for me is that all of us have the ability to have that power, but not, not very, a very small percentage of us will utilize it for the good. Right. Right. I mean, we, we all can be vulnerable and we all can step out there and say, Hey, let me tell you, I have chinks in my armor and here are my challenges. And, and then, and what it does is it makes us real and other people connect with us. But I don't think a lot of people do that. And I think that you doing this inspires other people would be my goal. Other people need to do the same. It's like when we do the exercise in Ninja where I say, hey, somebody want to read their letter. And, and it's amazing. We'll have a whole room of adults 
and nobody wants to read their letter. And then finally, somebody, <laughs> somebody will raise their hand. But you know what's going through their minds is, yeah, but what if I'm judged? Or what if I'm not as good? Or what if this? Or what if that? And I think that too many of us stifle our life and our world because we want to show up with this image to the people outside of our persona when the reality of it is, is we're all just human beings. And you being human and you being real allows other people to do the same. And it helps other people in a positive way. A hundred percent. I agree with that. And I think like social media, like Instagram and all that has definitely played a big role in exacerbating that like pressure to feel like you live the perfect life. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, like Disney world was a perfect trip, but there were days where I was exhausted and didn't feel good. I mean, it's not all glamor and the pictures don't show that. Right. And there are days that I struggle to walk or keep up. I mean, that's, you know, Instagram and social media and just all of that really has a negative impact, I think, as far as not being real and not being human, you know, like we all have good and bad days and being there for each other is really important and understanding how to communicate that. I think I worry for the younger generation, like they're not going to understand how to express vulnerability or express themselves or relate, or if somebody does open up to you, how to handle that because there's so much pressure to not show weakness. And you're right. Like that's a huge, it's a challenge to tie it kind of back to Ninja though, and mindset. And like, just as agents, I honestly think like, personally, I've always been a, I'm a, I'm a very extreme introvert, which is weird for an agent. I'm like 1% of 1% personality test. Like I'm super introverted, but I can be extroverted when I need to kind of sink or swim. I think I had to like learn to adapt as a small kid because we moved around a lot. Um, but I think because of that, I have always been a person who focuses on others. Like you read the emotions, even if they're not saying it, you can kind of read them. Mm-hmm. And I think that ability to think towards others and have a mindset focused on others, not yourself. You know, one of the things you talk about in Ninja too, and like, it's an important lesson for reagent is you can't think about yourself. If you're thinking about your commission or what you're going to get out of it or you at all, you will compromise your transaction. You will engender distrust in your clients. They will sense that on an intrinsic level Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be as effective a negotiator, advocate and communicator throughout the process. Like you're, you're setting yourself up for failure on some level and maybe you'll close the deal, but maybe you could have done it better and had a more successful transaction or, or negotiations, like reading the other side and their needs and being able to adequately communicate and be that bridge between the two parties, the agents, there's so many personalities being able to read people and be open and absorb. Like if I'm in their shoes, what is their mindset and what do they need? The best transaction, the Windermere way is win-win, right? Not win-lose. So I think that this really connects with that. It's like, it's about, that's just a mindset thing. Like that is who you are intrinsically. And if you learn that, adopt that, ingrain it in yourself, it comes into play in other aspects of life, not just real estate, right? So because that's just part of who I am at this point, or maybe always was a part of it, but real estate just brought it to the surface more obviously, um, and is why I've been successful, (laughs) is you know, when I got handed this diagnosis, it was just a natural thing I came to because I always feel like I should be focused on others and giving back in some form. And this is something I can do right now. Right. Well, and I think, and the second thing is, you know, uh, you, you already said this, but you know, all of us have uh, really good times and all of us have things that are like the dark side. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I think that um, your ability to, you know, let people know that, hey, I have ups and downs and here's where they are. But in the time and you're with us, you're taking your energy and you're saying, hey, I'm going to make the best of what I have. And I think that that's, 
you know, I think it was Oprah said it's you can't have more if you're not happy with where you are right now. hundred percent. In whatever capacity you're in and trying to find whatever that silver lining is or whatever that positive thing is in that day. Um, I know that uh, Jimmy D, who is a gentleman who I became friends with when I did Ninja, and he suffers from multiple system atrophy, which is like Lou Gehrig's and Parkinson's all wrapped in oh. one. And he said, you know, there were days like he had bad days, like you're explaining bad days. He said, but, you know, I would find the one good thing in that bad day. And the one good thing in that bad day was, is that today I don't feel as bad as I felt yesterday. So that's right. today, right? And so he would just go, and I'm just going to focus on that. And I'm going to just, and I'm going to uh, pull energy from that. And I'm going to try to impact other people. And I think that um, we can all learn from that, right? All of us can learn from that. Because there's a lot of people that I think sometimes think they're having a bad day and you're, you're really not having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, it's perspective. And it's okay to, you know, it's okay to, to have days where you do, you know, you know, you let yourself feel bad for a yeah. second, but you got to learn to like, put it, like, not, not stop there. it. Yeah, not to stay and dwell there. 100%. And also, yeah. you'd find when you give of yourself, you also get back a ton. Like I have had, I mean, my phone doesn't stop from friends and family. It's almost like overwhelming to the point where I'm like, some days my husband's like, you just need to turn your phone off and be quiet. Like you're running yourself ragged, trying to respond to everyone right. and people want to get together. They want to come over. They want to check on you. Like, how are you doing? And it's right. amazing. Like you get so much support. So on those bad days, I always have people like reminding me it's going to be okay. Like we're here for you and and they can't change the outcome, but just knowing that people love you and support you yeah. and are cheering you on and also reminding you with a disease like this, you know, you feel like you are going towards, you're marching towards, a, you know, the de a death and you become less and less like pieces of you fall away. Like it has a physical impact, your appearance, you know, your, right. just your ego, your self-worth, your yeah. value. Like there's so many things that are challenging to shed or transition in this process and it's amazing like the people that remind you like you are still that person exactly. and they give you that strength which you need sometimes because it's hard I, to find it by yourself sometimes I totally agree I, and in fact I'm reading a great book now by Dr. Hawkins called Letting Go and he said um, you know he goes here's the thing if you hold on to your soul and you hold on to your spirit because everything else goes away right our health right. can go away our looks go away you know, I mean, possessions decay and go away. He says, but there's one thing that's left, and it's that energy and that soul that you have. That that and that's your energy. And, and yep. no matter where you are, you have that energy. And so I think that, and people feel that from you. So um, I mean, you help me. I mean, I I have thought about you when I'm in situations or I'm coaching with people, and I go, you know what? I mean, my gosh, look at Ashley. Look what she's doing. You know what? This is not that complicated. This can be figured out. <laughs> I so, appreciate I mean, that. I love that you hang on to that spirit and that energy and that soul because that is who you are, right? That is you. Yeah, I refuse to be a statistic. This cancer, like I told my doctor, this cancer can take everything else from me, but it's not going to take who I am, yeah. my character, my values. I mean, and even like when it comes to my treatment, like I have been hell bent on not being on medications. They had me on. It's been an interesting experience about the medical system, which is a whole different topic. Yeah, that could be a whole other podcast. Right? Yeah, I have lots of things on that since I've been through this. And I had never been in the system before. Like, I've never had anything wrong with me, not even right. a cavity. So it's been a real learning experience. Um, and one of the things, like, last round on round six of chemo, palliative care comes in and checks on you. And they're the ones that give you, like, pain management. You know, they just want to make sure you're comfortable. And right. I had been fighting them. They had me on fentanyl and all these, like, intense painkillers. 
And it's because a lot of times, like, they just are used to this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah, And I kept saying, I don't think I need this. I don't think I need this. I don't want to be on these because they all have really bad side effects. And the one that I can't physically handle the most or like really bothers me is it takes away your mental acuity, your, your clarity. You just don't feel like a hundred percent you. Yeah. You're fuzzy all the time or it'll come and go. And I don't want that. I, as long as I can avoid that, I do not want that. So I fought them and I took the gamble of like, okay, maybe if I go off this fentanyl, I'm going to be in excruciating pain. We'll see, like, let's roll the dice, but it's worth it to me because I want to be me and that's who I am. I'm, right. And they were like, and I went off it and I was perfectly fine, which A, teaches me, like, they kept me on that way too long, which is a whole nother topic <laughs> um, right. for other reasons that I do yeah. not agree with. Um, but I didn't need it. And I knew that. And I fought like heck. And they were like, we feel like you should be on something. We just, they said me, it's very unusual. No one ever goes off pain meds. They all want to be on it. And we feel like we should just give you something because it's weird to not be giving you anything. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I want to be me. This is who I am. And I'm strong and I'm capable. And if I need something, I can communicate that. But I'm not going to let my character, my values, and my voice be diminished by this disease. Like, as long as I can fight that, I am not giving up. Like I said from the beginning, this cancer picked the wrong woman, the wrong mom. And I'm sorry, palliative care, like... I might not be your average patient, but I'm me and I'm going to use my voice. Well, and so. I think, and you bring up a great point. I think, you know, your body follows your mind. Yep. I, I you know, and, and I think we underestimate the power of how we think and what we say and our narrative and who we are and our clarity and around where we want to go, what we want to do. And it's amazing what the body can do. Um, but too many times, I think that we go back to modern medicine and we, we numb that ability and we right away that ability and so i kudos to you i mean <laughs> maybe i'm crazy they thought no, i was but no, it worked I, out <laughs> and, and i say this because i you know uh cancer is is has happened to my family both my parents and watching that palliative care come in and seeing uh, specifically my father same thing you know the the, the medication all of a sudden he just became no yeah. longer that person that i knew yep right it's really scary and it and it's really quick like it can just uh, yeah and and it takes strength to fight that but I believe in the mental ability 100% and you you know trust yourself like in in real estate with everything like you know you and don't let anyone tell you who you are what you are you're not a statistic you're not one of many you are you you are special you are strong and you know your limits like use your voice in all things (laughs) I love it well, hey, uh, I know I'm going to put your contact information, but if people want to reach out to you and get a little bit of your energy and your spirit, what's the best way to get hold of you? <laughs> um, yeah, you are welcome to message me. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Ashley Abalafia or A. Abalafia or something like that. Um, yeah. And then obviously Windermere, A. Abalafia at Windermere.com. So my first initial and last name at Windermere.com. And, you know, people are welcome to send notes to the Arrow Bay office or whatever you like. I'm always happy to chat or, you know, help someone through something and pay it forward always Well, and or celebrate Jack, them. <laughs> and tell Jack to get on board with Bora Bora. Yeah, I know. I've got them worn down. So now okay. I'm just picking hotels and finding dates. Like, okay. I, okay, I, mean, good, I kind good. of have a Trump card, not, to... <laughs> <laughs> but he, I will give him the benefit of the doubt and say that happy wife, happy life. He was going to do it anyway. Tell him I said hello. And uh, I love the fact that you're doing fun things with your kids. And uh, I just want to say thank you for being here. And uh, my goal is that the listeners that are out there, this inspires them to a couple things, be vulnerable, 
put it out there. Know that we all have a set amount of time on this earth. So do the most positive thing you can and impact other people the best way you can. And don't be afraid, right, to vocalize our chinks in our armor. And because the world wants you to win and there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help you. So thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And I just, you know, everyone go take on the day and make it the best day ever. All right. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to this. Hopefully you found this helpful and reach out to Ashley if you have any questions of her specifically. And uh, we'd like to always end these as we always do by saying be awesome, help somebody and make it a great day. And Ashley, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.